Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Maureen Bandis is a spiritual teacher and certified advanced theta healer. She founded the Certified Angel Spiritual Healer Course. All of her wellness services are dedicated to promoting spiritual growth, happiness, and well-being. Maureen's vision is to create a world filled with love, joy, and passion through her workshops, readings, and energy healings. She lives in Saskatchewan, Canada. Hello, hello, hello. I have Maureen Bandis on the phone, on the Skype, all the way from Saskatchewan, Canada. Hello. Yes. Hi, Sherry. So nice to see you and hear you. you know, it's so I'm 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 really really happy that we get a chance to really connect and go into what you're doing. Way, of course, here I am in New Orleans. So every you know you in Canada, you're way away from me. Let's talk about your first encounter with the divine that really wakened you up. That's a very good question. Uh, I know that the angels have been with me forever. I know when my soul uh, entered this uh, Mother Earth that uh, the the angels were with me. I have a guardian angel. Her name is Rebecca. Um, Mm -hmm. She's an amazing, amazing angel to to be with. And actually, my first encounter that I can recall uh, was when I was in my 20s. Uh, we were driving on a highway in Saskatchewan, and and um, all of a sudden, uh, my back um, rear view, my back fell out, <laughs> and my axle fell out of my car. And I'm driving down oh. the highway. Yeah, oh I can see these sparks going behind in the highway, and my husband looked over at me and said, "Dear, be calm." And th- the moment he said that. It just felt like this, like this. My hands—they they weren't. They didn't feel like my hands anymore. It just felt like some some energy took over the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. It was really mm-hmm. weird feeling, and that's what I told my friends because I didn't understand at that time. I really think that was the first time that I actually encountered my guardian angel, and we mm. did. Like the person behind us thought for sure we were goners. That's how uh, the, the sparks are just flying all over, and. I never really gave it much thought. I was young. At, I was young that time, and I didn't really, you know, didn't really kind of just went along my way. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, about um, 2006, so about 10 years ago, I had another encounter, and this is the one that really was life changing. This is the one that really awoke in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, again, driving down the highway, <laughs> I like to drive, and yeah, yeah it was beautiful in the valley. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just thinking, you have to do a lot of driving, don't you? Yeah, well, we've got a lot of highways <laughs> here. We've got a lot, got a lot open of open space, so if you want to get anywhere, space. you have to be driving, yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, that- go ahead. 
<laughs> so it's actually, uh, it was about March. So in Saskatchewan here, it's you never know in March whether it's going to be icy or whether it's going to be dry. And in the valley, it was beautiful. So I had my cruise control on. I was going up the valley hill. And as I got to the top, I could just see this sheet of ice. And it just, and I just was a shock to see it actually thinking that was going to be a beautiful drive. Um, and, um, then all of a sudden I just started going around sliding on the, on the ice and I almost got control, but then I just realized that it, I just have to let it go. Cause it, there's a certain point where you just have to let it go. And it just seems that everything kind of, it was going fast, but everything was going in slow motion. And oh, I remember, I yeah. And I remember as I was going into the ditch, I thought I was so mad at God that I was going to die in a ditch and that my family was going to be left behind. I was just really ticked off. And I remember, uh, like, slow motion. I was up in the air because I think I flipped maybe once or twice. I'm not even sure. The uh, car but it, flipped? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was in a, in a Jeep, an SUV. And, uh-huh. and I remember kind of being suspended in air. And I remember... This beautiful light, that same light uh, that went through my hands when I was in my 20s, that same beautiful light came through my whole body. I just okay. felt at peace. I felt at joy. I felt I was ready. I, was, I wasn't angry anymore. I was, just, um, I was just in a different dimension. And I just like, yeah. reflect back on it. It's just, it was such a pure sense of love and joy. And I was at peace. Uh, and then when I landed on my four wheels, I just, oh, my God, I'm still here. I was just shocked. <laughs> that oh. I was still. So that really was when things started. That's when I really started getting tapped into this this energy work that I'm doing now and working with mm-hmm. the angels. So it's been a journey, but it's been an amazing journey. I had a lady friend of mine prior to my Jeep incident wanting me to go to and uh, to learn how to read angel cards. And, oh, no, no, that's not for me. Uh, I, I don't want to be involved in that. Just pushing it away. And, yeah. yeah. So then after the Jeep incident, uh, she asked me again. She said, we need this lady needs 10 people. She's going to come to Fort Capel. She's uh, in Regina and she's a very amazing, intuitive lady. I really want you to come. And, and, you know, I almost pushed it away. I thought, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this, but she, she needed 10 people. So I thought, okay, I'll go give it a try and I'll check it out. And mm-hmm. yeah. So when I was there, it was these people, they were just, there was 10 of us and we were felt so connected in this room. Like it just felt like, oh, it was just an amazing energy in there. We were in a weekend um, doing this workshop and learning mm-hmm. how to do angel cards and, I couldn't even tell my husband at, at the beginning. I told him that I was going to a women's conference. I couldn't tell him I was going to go learn angel cards. Sure. I thought he, yeah, I thought he'd think I was crazy or something. So, so yeah, so I, was, I, I, I went in it uh, just wanting to learn. And, and that was my real fo- first exposure was to the angel cards. And mm-hmm. I really connected with them. And I really think I did because... My grandmother, uh, she used to tell us stories when she was younger about seeing spirit. And I, oh, wow. Yeah, and I remember uh, her describing seeing a past loved one at the end of the bed that we were sleeping on. 
and um, being freaked out at that time. But I, I really believe that her gift was actually passed on to me. And, and, and that's why I think this, I was able to connect with these cards because uh, I was seeing images right away. I was uh, wow. getting um, uh, words and, and mm. I just got onto it really quick. And my other grandmother on my dad's side, she actually did tea leaf readings and so I think that was another connection there. So why I was able to tap into these angel cards. So that's really how I started uh, with my work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The healing work you do. Let's talk about that. How has that come to you? Yeah. Again, it was through a friend. Uh, a lady was coming to Fort Capel. And I've been doing, uh, it's called Theta Healing. A lot of people don't know what that is. No, please explain. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, it's actually uh, a belief healing. It's working with our beliefs, our emotions, and our feelings. And it's, it's uh, helping clients deal with or release beliefs, like our core beliefs that we have. We have genetic beliefs. We have historical past life beliefs. And we have soul beliefs. So this lady asked me, like, I didn't know what theta healing was. And she said, you know, come to this. This I have a, a lady coming. you got to check this out more. Because I've was doing. i been doing the angel card readings for the past how many years? And yeah. and uh, the last couple years, um, I guess two years ago is when she asked me to come to the workshop. And, and I almost bailed on that one, too. But she kept, she was persistent. And she mm-hmm. wouldn't let it go. She says, oh, I'll call you in a couple days. Think about it. So I'm Googling theta healing. What's theta healing? What's this all about? I didn't have a mm-hmm. clue what it meant. And when I looked at it, I thought, you know, this is kind of interesting, you know, to work with the brain because that's how I think. I'm a very logical thinker. And with the theta healing, you're 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 tapping into that theta brainwave. I do a lot of expos and trade shows because I believe the angels want me to be out there. I want to be very visible to the general public and just, you know, I'm always sharing stories with people. So at these expos is where I get to meet a lot of first time readers, a lot of first time people that are just checking it out and just wanting to know what is this energy healing? What are these angel card readings? What are you guys doing? Yes. So, yeah. So I had a lady, she came to me and she had... A lot of things that were going on in her life, particularly she was going through a divorce. She was going through a child custody custody battle with her ex-husband. Yeah. She, As a result, she, was, she lost her job because of all this time she had to spend, you know, dealing with her family issues. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just, uh, she was at the lowest anybody could ever be. She just did not work, know where to go. Sure. And yeah, so thank God she came to this healing uh expo the body mind spirit that uh, goes around uh, i believe in canada and they uh, were in regina which is about 45 minutes away from fort capel mm-hmm. and and she came to me and we did the theta technique and she really had a belief inside of her uh, that she wasn't good enough she really had a belief that um, she deserved to be treated the way she was treated because he, her ex-husband beat her up, uh, and he, yeah, and he treated her that way. So that, so that had to be released, and 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 that belief that she was unworthy of having a good relationship, and that she's unworthy of um, being successful was another one I believe. So. Uh, those are not serving, you know, beliefs to have in, in, in your, in your, 
in your mind. So with Thady healing, we're able to instill the belief that she is good enough. We're able to instill the belief that she's worthy of having loving, caring relationships, and also instill the belief that she can do anything she sets her mind that she wants to do in this life. So it, it was an amazing transformation. And as we were doing the Thady healing, all of a sudden in my mind's eye, there came this beautiful, I, all, of, all of a sudden I just seen this huge white head. And white I also head? Yeah this, yeah, this beautiful white head and an orange beak coming through. Uh-huh. And then, and then the <laughs> next thing I seen was these beautiful brown wing, wings and they were huge. And all of a sudden this beautiful bald eagle <gasps> sat right there. Oh. It was amazing. Oh. And I said to her, I said, you know, I said, I told her exactly what I just said to you. I said, there. There's this, there's this big eagle sitting right beside you, and he's got a message for you, and I don't know what it is right now. Do you want me to ask him? And she said, she just started bawling. Oh, I thought, oh, God. I thought, oh my goodness. I said, I'm sorry that I mentioned that to you. She goes, oh, no, after she got her bearings together, mm-hmm. she said, actually, she said, my father just passed six months ago, and he was a glue to the family. He kept everybody together. Once he passed, it's like everything, everybody's just, everybody's just going all over the place. And she said, and his Indian name was Big Eagle. And I said to her, that's so amazing. I still get goosebumps when I talk about it. I said, that's so amazing. He's here and he's telling you, he is going to help you through all of this stuff that you're going through right now. He is going to find you that perfect relationship that you want. He's going to find you that awesome career that you want. Just talk to him and he'll he'll help you because that's what our spirit guides do. So mm-hmm. it was an amazing healing and, and I'm so glad I was not afraid to tell her that vision because uh, I had no meaning to me, but it had everything for her. How do you stay tuned? How do you stay connected with your angel energy? Mm-hmm. Well, they're always around me. Uh, they never do leave my side. Uh, I see them as, uh, I see their energy. I see their different auras. Like wow. Mike, Yeah, like Michael has this amazing purple gold around him. And, uh, and of course, Raphael has an amazing green aura. And he helps lots with the healings that I do. So when I see their color in my mind's eye, I know they're, they're right beside me. And I know that my clients, because I, I just know things just come out of nowhere, that my clients need that angel to work with. So when I'm doing the healings, uh, I also I also tell them, like, you know, is it okay if I tell you that I, you know, I've just seen this vision, I've just seen an angel come in, and they really want to work with you. Is it okay if I share that with you? I always ask their permission, because not everybody believes in angels. You know, people right. will come for healing and they want a specific thing done, whether it's physical, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, like they have something to, they want heal, like a depression or grief or something, right? They're looking for answers, uh-huh. but they're not looking for the angels and, and which, you know, they just don't understand the angels. So many people are afraid of them and they should not be afraid of them because they're an extension of creator. They're the extension of God and they're there to help us. And and I you they're in my life constantly, like right from getting a parking spot 
from Metatron helping me uh, bend time. So I make an appointment on time. Like I'm always calling on Metatron in the morning because I get up late. (laughs) And I say, Metatron, give me time so I can get ready. And I always get to work on time. So, you know, you, you just have to, you really have to acknowledge them. You have to accept them. You know, you have to appreciate them. And once you do that and incorporate them into your day-to-day life, you don't have to do anything. They do everything <laughs> for you. So uh, we have this amazing free energy out there, and, and so many people aren't accessing it. So that's my that's my mission. That's my goal. Uh, my angels tell me is that Maureen, uh, your job is to connect me with 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 the with the, with, the, with the, all the souls you know that that need the that, that need our help. So I'm not afraid. I was never that open before, <laughs> but now mm. I, I tell everybody what I do. It, it's just. I'm, it's just become part of me. It's just like breathing. It's just like sleeping. The angels are part of me. Tell me, what exactly do you mean when you say people are afraid mm-hmm. of angels? Mm-hmm. I really think it's to do with, again, with the belief, right? That psychics are evil, healers are evil. Uh, people have that rooted belief inside of them that uh, they just can't <clears throat> open up to uh, getting past that belief that, you know, anything that they can't see or anything they can't feel or they can't touch or they can't hear, you know, it's all a make-belief, right? So mm-hmm. I think when, mm-hmm. when, and they're so afraid of these falling angels, which I don't, I've never ever encountered in my life, uh, mm-hmm. that they, you know, they, they, they're just so fear-based thinking that they can't open up to the loving energy of the angels. And, and they just can't, they've just got such a block between, you know, their, their energy and the energy of the angels. Because the angels have, are such a high vibration, a light being or being of light that it really takes them energy as well to, you know, come and help us too. And, and people uh, just block it. And I don't think the, some of them realize how much they're blocking it. But it's really, I think it's just fear-based. And, and until they're awoken, because there's four steps to uh, entering your spiritual journey. The first sure. one being the awakening stage. And a lot of us will awaken, like for me, it was the, the near-death experience in my Jeep. Mm-hmm. It uh, could be um, a loss of a loved one. Then you start realizing that there's something more out there than this physical world. Sure. Or, you know, it could be a loss of a job. It could be, you know, things when you're down and out, you know, and then you, you start searching. Then you know that, you you know, you need to look at something different. So the awakening stage, everybody eventually gets to that stage, but mm-hmm. it, it all depends when. And the second is um, when you... Um, you start discovering, like when you wake up, then you start, well, where are these people? Are there any other people that are like me? I know I did that lot. Mm-hmm. And I still do that. But I had mm-hmm. to find the, you know, connect with other angel card readers. I had to connect with other energy workers. And 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 they just, once you open it up and, and you start looking at videos, you know, and looking at other mentors out there. Or start reading books. I have lots of books that I, I've been reading, and not so much now because I'm really busy. But I did a lot of reading of books and of videos. Mm-hmm. I love uh, YouTube. You can you can see you can spend weeks on YouTube just watching all the spiritual videos mm-hmm. that are out there, and and you know, and, and finding the true authentic people. When I'm discovering them, I always ask my angels. You know, is this someone I should be? You know, guiding me. Is this somebody that I should be watching? And and, I, and if I feel good about it. 
then I'll then I'll pursue it. But they always I always ask them for everything because they're a part mm-hmm. of me. So so once we're awoken and we start discovering, you know, mm-hmm. you know what's out there and how do we fit in? The third phase is um, trusting your intuition. That's the third one. Uh, you know, when you start trusting your intuition and your gut feelings, then you're more you're more into able to raise your vibration higher. You're more better at uh, reading people and reading their energy when you trust an intuition. And the messages that you get, you can't, you know, you can't try and understand them. You just have to let them go because that person needs it at that particular time. So. When you trust your intuition, you got a better connection uh, with Creator, with the angels, with the spirit guides. It's just such an amazing feeling when you get to that point. So, trusting your intuition is, is very key in, in doing all the work that I do. And then the fourth stage is just going with the flow. So, Sonia says, you know, once you get to that fourth stage, you don't care what anybody else thinks. You know, you really. Um, uh, you really become a magnet. You become a magnet to other people. They just get sort of attracted to you, and they want to know, okay, well, what's Maureen doing? You know, it looks kind of neat what she's doing. Because I always mm-hmm. try and post everything positive, because that's what the angels are. They're love and light, and, and they mm-hmm. they protect us. So I have to be that. I have to do that as well. Even though I have things that happen in my life, you know, I, I have negative, you know, stuff that goes on, but I don't. I don't let the outside world know about it. So I deal with it and I always say, well, what's that lesson? What 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 do I need to learn from this experience? Why is this happening to me? And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, the next day I'll get a light bulb. Okay, that's what I need to do. And and it's amazing that, you know, when you get to go with the flow and you just live your life in that flow of that beautiful energy, um, you just don't, you, it's just an amazing place to be at. I am on your Facebook page and I, and I see what you write and I see what you post. And of course, that's why, that's why I'm interviewing you. You have such light and such a commitment to your mission right there where you are. You also have, though, a book that you've just published in May and it's a children's book. Let's talk about it. Tell, talk, tell us the title. Tell us how you came about to write it. Wow, this is an amazing book. I just have goosebumps when I talk about it. Again, I get again. It was a friend that nudged me, and uh, she said to me, "You know, Maureen, it'd be really nice if you were to, you know, connect with the with the young, you know, the young generation." And I said to her, "You know, you're so right because a lot of parents are coming to me. They're bringing their younger." Uh, uh, daughters, uh, and they're saying, you know, they're seeing stuff and they're feeling stuff. And Maureen, can you help them understand what they're going through? So, I was getting, wow. yeah, I was getting a lot of that at Expos, and the mothers wanted me to help the children understand, uh, you know, what they're going through, being the psychics that they are, and the empaths mm-hmm. that they are, and and the mediums that they are too, because some also see spirits. So, I had a one lady. She actually brought her daughter. She's, I think, her daughter was eight. And I was doing an expo, and uh, she, her daughter um, was seeing things. So I asked her daughter, I said, are you seeing angels? And she said, yeah. And I said, I, do you, okay. I said, do you, you know, I see your angel. She's right beside you. And then she said, 
I said, do you see my angel? Because the angels told me she could see. And she mm -hmm. says, yeah. She says, your angel's right behind you. I said, oh, I said, thank you, sweetheart. I, I really needed to hear that. Thank you for sharing that with me. And then I just talked a little bit about, you know, about uh, what she was seeing and just tried to explain it to her, not to be afraid of it, and asked how she was feeling. And her mom got curious after the session. Her mom went and um, I have a picture of my guardian angel, Rebecca, and she said to her little girl, she says, can you tell me, is, is this what Maureen's angel looks like? And her daughter says, yep, that's exactly what she looks like. So <laughs> so my friend, she, you know, the lady that, that, that brought her or uh, the lady at the expo, she, um, she said, you know, this is real because Maureen has, has shared her guardian angel on Facebook, of course, and she's just amazed that her daughter's able to see her. So from that experience and, and sharing that with my friend, she said to me, she says, Maureen, you should do a children's book because I really feel that that's going to help kids, you know, uh, get connected better with their angels. And it's going to help parents have a have a bridge or something to open up that discussion with their children when they are seeing things to make sure that they're good things that they're seeing because angels are love and light, right? So with Isabella, right. yeah, so Isabella's angel uh, is exactly how that came about is um, I wrote the book about it. It's about an eight-year-old girl. <clears throat> Excuse me. She is... Um, a Métis girl, because that's what I am. That's my culture. And I'm sorry, could you repeat what you, she is a what a what girl? Yeah, she's eight years old. And yes. Culture is she's a Métis. Uh, Métis. Métis. Yeah, Métis is what we call them. And uh, it's uh, we have it in Canada. We have uh, First Nations. We have Métis. We have Inuit. They're all part of the Aboriginal group of people. And Métis. yeah, Métis. M E T I S. Okay. Okay. And she's an eight-year-old year old girl, and she's been experiencing things in her room, and and she and she wants her mother. Her mother's name is Franny. She wants her mother to come into her room to see. She's been seeing a lot of light and and beside her bed, and she has a music box, and she's been seeing this beautiful glowing coming out of the light out of the music box. So she says, "Mommy, come and check this out." Mommy, come and come in my room and, and look at this light that's coming from my music box. So, of course, Franny goes in there and and she's, and all of a sudden this beautiful blue angel. It's actually Haniel, but I didn't name her. I should have. But mm -hmm. Haniel, beautiful angel, this blue angel comes out of the music box. And Isabella gets so excited. She says, oh, Mommy, we have to phone Granny. She has to come and she has to come and see this angel. Can I phone her? So she phones her grandmother and her grandmother comes and and helps Isabella understand how to uh, communicate with her angels so Aww. yeah so it's of course through power of prayer because that's I believe in prayer so much because I do believe in creator I have that Roman Catholic background I am a born again Christian so I really have that connection with that divine source and and with creator so the book is all about her uh being so proud of her angel and so proud of her music box. And she actually, what she does, uh, Isabella, she takes that music box and have show and tell. And she takes yeah. that music box and she takes it to school. And it's just an amazing experience that the book has about her experience at the school. And it's just a way of, of helping parents, uh, you know, discuss, discuss it and, um, 
with their children so that, you know, if they have any challenges or any fears, that they, they know they have a guardian angel to comfort and protect them. So that's the aim of the book. And the angels tell me that this book is going to be in every school across the universe. So that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> and Isabella's, Isabella's Angel, and it's spelled I-Z-A-B-E-L-L-A, right? Isabella? Yes. Yeah, Isabel. Isabella's Angel. So tell me, uh, is there a website? Where do, where do we find the book? Actually, the book right now is in Kindle version on Amazon.com. On, on Amazon, okay. Yeah, so I am going to be looking okay. at getting some printed copies done soon. Uh, uh-huh. But right now it's just available in the Kindle edition. We must talk about your illustrator. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me. She is... An amazing young girl. Her name is uh, Alanda Derosher John. She's my niece, and mm-hmm. she is uh, right now. She's in her early twenties. She's actually getting married next week, and we're going to an amazing wedding. And mm-hmm. she is a hearing impaired girl, and she is an artist. And she gets a lot of dreams, and I know a lot of her uh, illustrations come through in her dreams. So I basically gave her my story. And she did all the illustrations. It's about 20 pages, I believe. And uh, and and the detail is just amazing. Cause she told me that the kids really like detail. And and um, being so, I believe she's very intuitive as well, even though she hasn't opened up her gifts yet. But she is yeah. hearing impaired. And uh, she's, she's going to go a long ways as an artist. And that's just another thing that I've told her. I actually told her two years ago she's going to write a book. I didn't realize it was going to be with me. that's so great you're also doing some work in beauty field aren't you yes i am i just started that venture uh a lady in fort capel she owns a wonderful day spa it's called cocoon day spa i just love the name and there's another whole story behind that too how the angels manifested me working there it's just an amazing story uh i actually drove by there when the building was for sale and i said okay angels you have to get me in this building. I want to be in this building. But when I seen the soul sign on it, I was just devastated. I said, oh, no. Mm. I said, okay, angels, I still want to be in that building. When, when the lady put it up, Cocoon Day Spa, <clears throat> they've been in operations for about a year now. Uh, she just approached me in May to uh, come and do some holistic healing because she, she actually wanted to branch off into the energy area now. So I said, sure, I'll come. And ever since I've been there, I'm, I've been getting all of these nudges uh, to start creating these natural products. So uh, I have created, a angel, it's called Angel Face. Uh, yeah, uh, for, I love that. Yeah, I love it. It, it. It's just they gave me the name, and it's Angel Face Firm Serum. So it's actually housed with aging skin, and it's actually improved my skin. I had a lot of acne and scarring and wrinkling, and and it's mm-hmm. actually done an amazing job. I've been using it for the last two months, and yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get into a face wash now, some bath salt. So they're leading me and they're guiding me, and I'm just following it. And and it's such a good connection to have these natural angel products with the spa. That's wonderful. I'm I'm going to check it out myself because I'm Aww. it's kind of my my hobby is skincare. So <laughs> and cheer. Uh, of course, of course. Last thing you'd like to say before we sign off. Yeah, you know, the angels are always telling me to tell people <clears throat> to love yourself. That's always the biggest message that I get because there's so many of us 
that, you know, we're always looking for the perfect job, the perfect career, the perfect relationship that we forget about ourselves. So they really, truly, truly, truly want to help us. And they truly, truly want us to, you know, to share that love that the universe has to offer us. Uh, there's uh, just that divine source is such an amazing feeling. So their biggest message is love yourself. And, you know, don't worry about the little things anymore. Those will, those will eventually, you know, if you make them into big things, they will turn into big things. But, you know, if you just let go and, 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 and love yourself and love, you know, just being in your own skin, um, uh, they will definitely, definitely help you. You just have to ask. So I love when they uh, come through in readings. Uh, I actually had a lady tell me that my voice sounds like an angel sometimes <laughs> when I'm doing yeah. readings. And it's because they do that. I ask them, I say, Archangel Gabriel, I give you permission to speak through me. So when I when I give her that permission, my voice changes. It, it seems like it changes. So their message is ask for the help. Ask and, and they will definitely be there for you uh, uh they are an amazing energy to work with and you will not be able to turn back if you liked this recording and benefited from it please for heaven's sake share it with your friends if you loved it and want to hear more go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels where you can listen and subscribe Thank you so much.